You know, having peace is so important. And in order to have peace, in order to really protect your peace, you have to learn the skill of being unbothered, meaning how to stop caring about what other people think about you. Today's episode is going to talk about just this. How do we stop using mental resources and worrying about what other people think of us? So tune on in to how you can be unbothered. This podcast is being brought to you by Private Practice. At Private Practice, we understand that the business of helping others is not an easy one and should be managed with care and intentionality. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. That's P-R-I-V-A-T-E-P-R-A-C-T-E-A-S-E.com. This podcast is being brought to you by Restorative Family Services, LLC, a behavioral health practice located in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Our goal is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com and request a call. Welcome to the Rise Station Podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health professional. And today I'm talking to you guys in the Rise Tribe about how to stop caring about what other people think about you and be unbothered. You know, there are a lot of psychological costs to caring so much about what other people think. You know, other people's opinions of us keep us from taking healthy risks. It burdens us with anxiety and fear, fear of judgment. And it's just exhausting. You know, it's it's so exhausting having to do the mental aerobics of playing out every scenario and how this person may think of us if we did that and what that person may say about us. It's just a terrible way to live. So we're going to, you know, take our power back and just surrender all those mental exhaustion uh, activities that we're doing. There are times in our lives where people will disappoint us and say cruel and hurtful things to us. But it is up to us to determine if we are going to allow that seed to grow and thrive in us. I listened to a podcast of Joel Osteen's. He was talking about how we are designed like computers, right? And so when people say hurtful things or or negative things to us, it's like a computer virus. We get to decide whether or not we delete that file or we allow it to replicate. And once it replicates, It becomes part of our internal dialogue, right? And it starts to corrupt our entire system, rendering it useless and it doesn't function as well. And so that's what happens when we start caring or we start taking uh, other people's opinions of us into account, into how we live our lives. 
because it stops us from actually living because we're so careful and we don't want to take risk and we don't want to put ourselves out there because of what this person might say or because of judgments of this person, right? So we're going to get into that. Why do we care so much in the first place about what other people think? Well, I'll tell you why, okay? One is sometimes we care about what other people think because we're not certain. We're not confident in our own opinions. So we look for guidance and we look for consultation from other people. And that in itself is okay. But when it's excessive, when it's stopping you from doing something that you really want, then it's not helpful. But number one reason we care so much is we're uncertain. You know, we're looking for validation, approval, or confirmation that this thing that we're thinking about is a good idea. Number two is we care so much about what other people think because we fear being judged harshly. We've probably encountered ridicule or criticism. We've probably done that to other people. I find that the people who are most afraid of judgment are also very judgmental themselves. So we have to look at our own toxicity. So that's number two, is the fear of being judged harshly, right? Maybe we're fearing that we're gonna get a taste of our own medicine or we've been you know, really overly critical so people are just waiting um, by the sidelines to judge us. So think about that. Number three is we as human beings have this natural urge to just be accepted and liked. That is part of the human condition. So we have this need to be accepted and liked. So how can we stop caring as much or stop allowing others to have so much control over our behaviors? Because a good balance of seeking consultation is helpful. However, we need to be the owners of our life. We need to take ownership of our lives. So how can we live a life of unbotheredness where we don't put so much sock in what other people think and say about us, but we put more stock in our own opinions of ourselves? How can we live a life of unbotheredness? All right, I'm going to give you 10 ways you can start today and surrendering that people-pleasing behavior and, and move toward a more unbothered nature where you're not easily rattled by others' criticisms. You are brave enough to trust you. So here are 10 ways to be unbothered. Number one, I want you to educate yourself. Right. So if there is something that is new to you that you want to try that you have been thinking about, try to research that. Try to get as much information as possible. Start collecting data. Start talking to people about their experiences with that. Right. And so what happens when you educate yourself is you're gaining confidence by researching and by preparing for whatever it is that you're uncertain about, right? So you're gonna do your own research. Number two is I want you to trust and respect yourself, your opinion, and your judgment. 
So after you've collected the data, you're going to you're going to synthesize that data, that research, and you're going to come to a conclusion on whether or not this is for you. And I want you to trust that. I want you to respect your own opinion, your own judgment that you've gotten. Right. Number three is be authentic. Be true to yourself. So these things that you're doing should be in alignment with who you are, should be in alignment with your value, right? I'll tell you a quick story. I was at dinner with friends and I complimented one of my friends on her glasses. She had these beautiful frame glasses and I just adore them. And I told her, you know, they were very nice. And she started giving me the information as to how I could also get those glasses. And I said, no, honey, they look good on you. I look like a damn fool trying to wear those glasses, but I know. So I'm being true to me. So I have my own sense of style. And while they may look good on her, they may not look good on me. So being authentic, being true to yourself, not trying to be like everyone else, but really being authentic to you, knowing that, hey, that person's style is unique to them and that you have your own unique style, which brings us to number four is value your uniqueness, right? We are all born with different strengths, different gifts different um, areas that we are like experts in. And so when we start to try to be other people, we don't give credence. We don't give um, the right amount of attention to developing our own gifts and our own uniqueness because we're so busy trying to conform. And when we care so much about what other people think, we want to fit in rather than saying, hey, I need to stand out. And maybe they don't get this. Maybe they don't get why I'm doing this. Or maybe they won't support this because it's different. And I'm okay with being different. And so when you value your uniqueness, you know, just because other people aren't doing it doesn't mean I can't do it. I might be the trendsetter here. I might start the new trend that now everyone else wants to start to do. So it's really valuing your uniqueness. All right. Because when we care so much about what other people think, they're only going to give us what they have. Right. And we might be looking for something different. So they might try to steer us away from that because their strengths don't align with that but we might be gifted in that area. So you really have to tap into one, being your authentic self, but then also knowing that this is valuable. What I bring is valuable. My perspective is valuable. Number five is understand that, you know, the difference, there is diversity. You know, what works for you may not work for that other person. So I can't tell you how many times that, you know, People will come and tell me like, oh, don't talk to that person. They're completely mean. But when you go and you talk to that person and you give that person a chance, they're not mean at all. You know, some people have that experience because what the energy that they bring into the situation. So it may not have worked out for the person who was warning you that that person was mean because maybe their personalities didn't fit. But it's not always going to be the same. You know, that pair of glasses might look good on them, but that might not be working out for you. So you have to understand that there are differences, you know, know what works for you 
and know that what works for them is okay. It works for them, but this might not be how we're going to go about it. So understanding that there's some differences and that's okay. Number six is avoid gossip and anyone who brings you gossip. Okay. Because you want to protect your peace at all times, but you being involved in gossiping, you know, this person is bringing back what that person said and what you're saying. It's just energy draining and it's another way to disrupt your peace. So you can stop that by saying to that person, hey, listen, if that person says anything about me, either you handle it, but I don't want to be in the know. Okay, handle it and don't tell me about it. Number seven is look at your own behavior, right? Are you fearful of being judged and having someone criticize you because you have been critical of others, because you have been overly judgmental of others? Are you feeling that you're going to get a taste of your own medicine? So we have to look at our own behaviors, right? And if so, it's not too late to stop. It's not too late to say, okay, maybe I need to work on being less judgmental. Maybe I need to work on being less critical or offering my opinion when it isn't asked for. So really looking at our own toxicity um, so that we can live a life of unbotheredness. Because once you surrender that control, once you surrender that toxic behavior, you now are more focused on what it is that you're trying to do and trusting yourself and being aware of your own uh, strengths and gifts. Okay. So it definitely liberates you. Number eight is understand that others' opinions are not facts. So just because they don't like this one thing, that you're interested in doesn't mean it is factual. It just means that for them, they didn't like it. That's just their opinion. That's just their perspective. All right. So when you're living a life of unbotheredness, understanding that other opinions are not facts, just because this person maybe uh, says something critical or mean about you doesn't make it true. Just because they said that you can't do this doesn't make it true. Just because they said it's hard, doesn't make it true. Okay, might be hard for them. But for you, it might be easy. So understanding that there is some difference. Number nine is be willing to take risk and put yourself out there. You know, get out of your comfort zone. Be willing to take those risks. And again, brings me back to number two is trusting yourself. So when you take that risk, you're building confidence. You're building that confidence and trust in yourself because you're doing this alone and with your own blessing. Okay. Number 10 is be kind to yourself. Even if things don't, if you took a risk and things don't work out, be compassionate to yourself because you put yourself out there. You had enough bravery to go ahead and try something new. All right. So not caring what other think gives you authority over your life. And I want to I want to conclude with this. When you create boundaries that take you from being a people pleaser to being the master of your domain, you feel so much more empowered, so much more capable 
of doing things, right? When you are unbothered by others' opinions, judgments, criticism, it allows you the freedom to be unapologetically you. You find value in seeking your own answers and finding your voice and trusting you, trusting in yourself. You are able to seek counsel, but ultimately, you know that you will be the final decision maker in your life. It is so liberating when you learn the skill of being unbothered. All right, until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.